Hello, hello, and welcome to our podcast, Soul Stars. What's shifting, everyone? I'm Chelsea. And richest blessings, everyone. I'm Riri, and we're so grateful for your love and for your presence here today. As always, and if you like today's episode, which I know you will actually love it, you can go ahead and rate us five stars wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps other star seeds like yourself find us and tune into their remembrance. Absolutely, honey. So before we take off to the galaxy of the unknown, let's set the space. So if you all can close your eyes and take a deep breath in for four and out for five, you are surrounded by light and love and we are so grateful for your presence. Amen. So it is. So, <laughs> so it is. Today is a very special day. We are doing a little role reversal or turning the tables around <laughs> and we're actually interviewing one another. So today I'm actually going to be interviewing your sister, Riri, and we're going to dive into all things spirituality and her mission and lots of the new avenues that she's taking currently in her era of life. So Riri, how (laughs) are you, darling? Oh, just fine. You know, shifting and rolling and jumping and all the things. I know you can do backflips. You know, in this timeline, you could do anything. 777 is tomorrow, and that super moon was delightful. Yes, and it's <laughs> like we always upload episodes on Thursday, so it's just kind of divine timing, too, that the yeah. episode gets uploaded on the 77 portal. Well, that's right. So anything special that you're doing tomorrow? Well, I'm launching my business, girl. Oh my tomorrow, goodness. Divine Remembrance is coming out, and... You'll be listening to it right now today on 777. I'm really grateful for this. It's been a long time coming, and I'm super grateful to have this opportunity to really be in service for everyone. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. So explain to our listeners what Divine Remembrance is to you and essentially the impetus for how it all begun in terms of you deciding that this was part of your mission. Absolutely. Well, as you all know, with the episodes that we've done, you know, my heart was broken open. But not only that, I've had a lifetime of trauma and pain. And when I got through the healing, I promised that I would want to be a mentor to others so they wouldn't go through it alone. I honestly felt that I did a lot of my healing alone. And a lot of us need some nurturing and love and attention. And I'm really grateful I got to have that journey on my own. But I would have really loved some nurturing and and support from others. Um, And because I didn't really have that family dynamic to give me that, I'm grateful I have had my sisters. But you kind of miss that nurturing feeling from a parent that can hold your hand through hard times. So really divine remembrance for me is allowing other people to peel back the layers of the conditions that were brought on to them as children or adolescents. And I'm here to provide tools to allow people to find the truth of their love and their inner knowing higher self. And I can't heal anyone, but I sure can hold your hand. So divine remembrance is really for me to be here as your sister, as your mentor, supporter, and I will do everything I can to bring you joy, but bring you that tool and support. So that's really what divine remembrance is, is trying to find the the truth of who you are, which is essentially love. Amazing. And I kind of, I feel like 
you can tell us but does that kind of tie in with the whole idea of like remembrance like trying to find you and yourself like yeah what like because I think and we were talking about this the other day like is that not would you agree like the number one thing that we come here to kind of figure out or that people leave without you know never finding searching and finding yeah the biggest questions people ask is why am I here and who am I right? And I mean, it's a big question. Who am I? You know, there's so many things that can identify us as who we are. And most people use material or, you know, jobs or as a, you know, a title as a mother, but we're divine. And the remembrance is really trying to unload all of that baggage and layers of peels of it, layers of onions. Like you could, you could think of it of who you really are, not what people have told you who you are, what you should be. And really the remembrance is finding the peace within and living in the chaos with that peaceful feeling, just like the new earth. Yes. Right? So it's like we we almost transition from feeling the the negativity in the world, but now we see it but don't feel it because we're in the remembrance of who we are. Right. Um, so there, there's a few steps into to finding your remembrance. And the reason why I use that word so deeply is because I found my remembrance. I found who I was. And the only way I could have done it was through pain. Right. And that pain opened me up so much that I was able to actually see me. And I want everybody to have the opportunity to see themselves. Everybody deserves to be happy and feel joy. It's like a birthright. It's absolutely our birthright, y'all. It's like we're souls. Like, just think about it. When we're little, we have our soul and we grow up, but we're still the same soul. We're just in a different form of our body. We're bigger, but we're still there. Our souls are really our inner child, like really trying to seep through. Um, And those layers of discomfort and trauma hold on to us when we're older. And when we let go, we could be free, like, and be silly and run around and play in the water and do, you know, on the (laughs) mic. But it's just, it's, it's just finding our freedom without really giving a crap what people think. I almost said the F word y'all, but you know, I'll be nice. nice. But yeah, that's, that's really like, so, you know, for my services too, like I will say, I'm going to have more coming, but I think we're going to start slow and there's going to be three steps to my services. Um, the first one is divine remembrance. So it's a 12 week program. Mm. It's a, it's every week and the services will be listed on the website. So please check that out. Um, and then there's going to be inner child healing, which is six weeks and that will also be week to week. And then there will be uh, healing heartbreak which yeah. is also six weeks. And then I'll have a sister chat with Riri um, and that's one hour. And then we could just discuss anything and we can provide tools and a space of safety. All of that's listed on the website. So please check that out. And we'll have all links in the bio. Yeah. So explain what sister chat is. Like what would that encompass for someone curious? Yeah, girl, listen, like sister chats is what we do on this podcast. Like this podcast essentially helped me really discover my gifts, right? And what I want to do in my vocation. Like this podcast really is, is the, the base of where we started in a sense, or, you know, so we're really lucky because we have a rollback of episodes of all the things we're going to discuss. So a sister chat really essentially is, you know, brothers and sisters, give me a call. Let's have a chat. Let's just chat, talk about what's going on in your life. Uh, talk about what things are bothering you. Let me listen to you. Let me hear you. Let me nurture you. But then we're going to do some work. We're going to have some homework. We're going to help you through things. And then if you feel that that one hour chat, you need more, then we could talk about other services. But right. it's really just call your girl up. 
Amazing. It yeah. almost sounds like, too, it could be, like, almost like an initiation call. Like, maybe if yeah. someone's curious about, you know, what the energy would be like, just to kind of be able to dabble in and kind of meet you, too. Like, yeah. I think a lot of our listeners, like, haven't been able to, like, meet with you one-on-one as well. So, yeah, if you're a sure. listener and you've always kind of desired that one-on-one connection with your, your sisters, especially <laughs> Riri, like, that's a beautiful yeah. option for just even the listeners. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So explain to you, like, what would be kind of the avatar for a client who would um, be maybe, you know, fitting for any of the services beyond the sister chats? You were saying, like, divine remembrance, um, heartbreak. Like, if I'm a client coming to you, like, what may I be going through um, to, you know, d- like, kind of come out of one of your services with yeah. with success? Absolutely. So for right now, really, it's just working with the shadows. Like, that's really what it is. It's shadow work. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are feeling like you are not enough mm-hmm. and you are feeling like the world is against you and that you are alone and no one's there to hear you or understand you or see you, this is what I'm here for. I'm here to show you that you are so worthy of love and that you are deserving of being seen. And my tools and my program allows you to feel the essence of true love within yourself. I'm like I said, I'm not going to help you get there in a sense of forcing you. You have to do the work, but I want to I want to see people for who they really are, like mm. their own identity not for what they think they should be. And I think a lot of people um, find it hard to talk about their truths, that they have a hard time really telling others, I'm not doing well, or I feel alone, or I don't want to be here in this world, this world is too much, or mm-hmm. I'm not beautiful enough, I'm not you know, successful enough. Like it just, the enough, not enoughness was so prominent in my life. And I know how that feels. And that's why I connect with this so deeply because all my life I felt like I wasn't enough and it's not true. It's a false story. And I want to be there to help people. And I want my hand, my hands are open now. They're open because I've done the work and I'm still doing the work, y'all. Listen, like you're going to get triggers. The lessons are going to come. You're going to feel certain vibrations, but I'm here to just hold your hand. And that's really essentially where the services start. And we all have inner child wounds, whether if you've had a great life or not, there are always some triggers that fall behind and we sometimes we ignore them and they come up with triggers. So essentially that's what my, what my service are really about is just allowing you to feel safe and talk. Like I'm not a doctor, just a disclaimer, you know, I, I'm not a therapist, but I have done the work and I have studied so much and I feel like now it's time to step into the arena yeah. and help others. I think what sets you apart so beautifully too, Riri, is that, you know, even licensed therapists sometimes have not actually gone through some experiences that you know, some of their clients would have gone gone through, for example, yeah. like a personal trainer, which is me, like I can attest to feeling, you know, you know, intimidated by gym environments and going through weight loss journeys. Like I've been through it. Yeah. So a lot of times I have that empathy towards clients. It, it just, it sounds like what, what sets you apart is that you bring to the table having already gone through these experiences. So you bring a lot more empathy possibly yeah. as well to your programs, which I think is where that support factor can come into play. And so many of us too, like for any of you listening, like raise your hand if you've ever felt like you do have a good support system from friends and family, but there's just certain walks of life or um, certain, you know, 
things that you're going through in your life that you can't just go to them for, it's sometimes helpful to just have somebody outside of your network and circle of friends that is unbiased and can give you that sort of approach, right? Absolutely. And listen, like we're all in different timelines. And the one thing I know for sure is that many people who talk to me, because I've been doing peer-to-peer mentoring for years, for almost 20 years now, I do it out of just you know, the kindness of my heart and I love doing it. It's, it's my favorite thing to do really. But a lot of people, the first thing they say to me is that I never talk like this to anybody else, or I'm never able to be my true self with anyone else. And a lot of men say that to me, right. a lot of men come to me and say, I've never been able to actually express myself. I've this noticed deeply. That. Yeah. I've that, yeah. And so it just, and, and for me, I'm like, okay, well, let me see you. And I always ensure that it is a safe and sacred place because it really is. And I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to tell you what you did wrong. I'm just here to give you the tools and to be that safety for you to to just talk. And talking is the first step, right? And I know even with the, even the women, my sisters and my brothers both, like we, we talk about things that they don't understand in a sense because they don't have, let's say, that spiritual component in support system. So, mm-hmm. you know, I did inner child healing. I did um, I did a 12-week course with, with a person who, it was really great, but he didn't have that spiritual component. Uh. So I couldn't speak to him about energy. I couldn't talk to him about how I was feeling as an empath, you know, and so... I couldn't connect in that way. And so the reason why I feel like I can provide steps in all aspects is because I've gone through it. Um, I can only teach what I've learned. Again, we may not be a good fit, so that's why it's good to to book a first call. But what I do know for sure is that I'm here to love you. Mm -hmm. And that's all I want to do. Like Having my daughter was the best thing in the world because... It made me realize that I am a very big nurturer, but I love her and I love her journey and I give her the tools that she needs to live her life. And that's how I really go about with everybody in my world. Like, it's just, I am a mama bear, you know, like, it's just, that's how I am. And I just want to love people up and let them know they're not alone. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. And I believe that we all have to be alone in some aspects for our healing journey. So, you know, I, I would respect that space for everyone to have that. But just the, the moments, you know, we talked about this, you know, when people have addictions mm. and they have rehab and they're able to go to places to talk about those issues. Like, I feel like suffering, suffering is a big component. Like, I think that the more awakened or spiritual we are and we don't understand the outside of what's happening, we really do fall into the victimization of depression and we feel like we do not belong here. And the suffering that comes from that mental noise is so difficult. And I remember at one point I had everything I wanted, but I was still unhappy and I didn't understand why. And I was like, I need someone that I can go to that would provide me almost like a mental rehab so that I can be accountable for my actions. Right. And so I started doing the Michael Beckwith course and then 35 days of practicing that. And I realized I need to be self responsible, self accountable. I needed to make promises to myself that I follow through with because how am I ever going to do anything for anybody else if I'm not doing it for myself? That's beautiful. Yeah. So it takes time, right? Like that's the thing. And I feel like just like listening to all of the services that you're offering and just the whole business at large, like I think it does suit you beautifully and it suits your energy beautifully too. And like, 
that is just who you are you're mentioning like the mama bear and the energy like this is the space in which I think you would thrive and I know you will thrive and so for you to kind of say that it's blossomed and um come to be based upon you recognizing these are your gifts like that couldn't be said any more perfectly and so I think anyone who's like thinking about you know having a spiritual mentor too is what it sounds like like if you've ever considered like okay like I want to be supported in these areas but I also want to be supported spiritually like you said like that is also tough to find Mm -hmm. and so I think you're putting everything together in a unique space that you know you 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 don't see um offered often Mm -hmm. um so what problem Rima do you feel like there is at the moment that you're hoping to possibly solve with these services and um with divine remembrance Mm -hmm. um I don't know if like problem but I think that there are a lot of people suffering right now Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people in their negative mind where the mentations come up we talk about victim consciousness where I'm not enough. Why me? Why is this happening to me? Why don't I ever catch a break? The the not enoughness, right? right? And so we're in a very interesting timeline right now. There is the new earth and then there is the regular earth in a sense, you know, and people are shifting because in order for us to shift, we can create like a dynamic for the collective so that we can really save the universe. Like let's let's be real. That's on a different level, but to come down a little bit more, I think there are many people hurting and suffering. The reason I am offering the heartbreak and the healing is because a lot of people tend to not truly heal their heartbreak and they jump into a different relationship really quickly, mm-hmm. carrying more baggage and then again creating more karma for other people, right? Mm-hmm. And so I know that when I went through it, we I went through it raw and dirty, y'all. Like I made sure I healed it. I it took me a long time because it, there was a lot of baggage I was carrying. There's a lot of attachment, a lot of expectations, a lot of, you know, inner child wounds. And I, so I feel like right now, a lot of people either want to manifest so much money or they, and they're not getting it, or they really want their divine counterpart, but they're not getting it. <coughs> Bless you and Chakali in my language. <laughs> and, uh, and, and there's a lot of people who have a lot of fears, a lot of trauma, a lot of control, a lot of anxiety. And that's where I'm here to help because that's painful. Yeah. We all go, we all know we go to bed alone. Even if there's a partner next to us, and if you're feeling that torture within, we know our bodies are telling us that something is not aligned. And in the future, I will have more on healing fibromyalgia. I'll have, you know, um, working with kids like conscious parenting, conscious partnership, like wealth consciousness, like that's all coming in the future. I think right now, though, I really just want to help people get through this this negative feeling that they're having because they're not alone yeah and i just want to i kind of just want to bottle that up first Mm -hmm. and then i'll i'll bring on the next level i guess of mentorship that's beautiful what i visually can see when you were mentioning all that is we love a good metaphor so i'll bring up the video (laughs) game one that i always use but it's as if like you know, life is like a video game and we go through these levels, but so often sometimes we get stuck at one level and that could be your entire life here, y'all. Like your current lifetime could be just at one level and that could be, you know, 
you could be struggling there because of victim consciousness because you chose to maintain that frequency and not shift to a higher timeline to get to level two, three, four, um, et cetera, et cetera. So it sounds like almost like you're helping people unblock themselves, right? And allow the other levels to be one, achieved, but two, like you're even creating space for them to be recognized like and seen you know so if it sounds like for you like you're kind of feeling stuck in one area of your life and it's maybe preventing you from catapulting forward and I don't know you can say what you think the forwardness would be but that could be you know happiness peace love joy right it sounds like you're there to kind of give the tools to kind of release these you know walls and blocks that people have possibly put up to prevent them from moving forward and achieving you know whatever it is in life that they want because like we said it's it's your birthright for happiness Mm -hmm. and being on earth doesn't have to be this you know dark yeah suffering torturous Mm -hmm. vibration right and i mean it is for some and and it's understandable there's no judgment but enough is enough like, how long do you want to suffer for? Right. And, and those are the people who are going to call me. Yes. And, and because I know that's what I needed. And so for me, even to step out into doing this, like, it took a lot of courage. And we need to take one baby step into that direction. Like, the universe is progressive. It's constantly moving. If we don't take step forwards, we're actually stagnant. And when you're stagnant, what you're actually doing is going a step backwards. And that's when you become very low energy. You feel very um, anxious and don't feel like you're yourself. It's because we all know the time is going by so fast. And so if we're not moving, mm. we're going backwards. And that's what I realized. I was stagnant. I wasn't going forward. Like, I mean, I was healing what I could, but I wasn't really doing the work. I wasn't taking accountability for my actions. And the only person that can do that is you. Yep. Like no one else can do it. I, I, like I said, your ego is the, the biggest, I guess, uh, blockage that you'll ever have. Right. I have my ego like 20 minutes ago. I'm like, should I do this? Should I not do this? Because the ego doesn't want us to succeed. Yeah. The ego wants us to be comfortable in our not-enoughness. The ego is comfortable in the control and the anxiety. That's all we know. Right. To be free, I mean, that's a fantasy, but to actually do it, that's scary. Yeah. That's very real. scary. So a lot of people will probably want a book and then get scared and be like, no, 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 no. And that's okay. I'm not going to force anybody because, again, it's your journey. If you are not ready, then you're not ready. Yeah. And that's the way I look at it. Because I know I was I was the same. I like you know when I wanted to do something like oh no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Ego likes to be uncomfortable, and you know, I think a tribe is very important in life, and I'm really grateful because. Because of the vibration I'm living in now, I have friends who really, truly love me. And if you hear the episodes before, I didn't have that. You know, I didn't have a support system. I didn't have people I could actually rely on and trust. And because I've done the work, my vibration's at a different place. I'm bringing in people who are mirroring who I am right now. Mm. The false affirmations do not work. If you keep saying... I'm happy, I'm powerful, I'm rich, but your subconscious is like, but I'm not, it's never gonna happen, nothing's ever gonna work for me, oh my God, this happened, that happened. How are you gonna get anything? It's quieting the mind, which is the most difficult thing when you have like, when you're used to mentations, 
I was very much that person who constantly thought about things over and over. I still do, but I'm able to be aware of it now. And that's where inner child comes. That's when we're able to say, okay, what is it here that is happening? What am I here to learn? And we ask empowering questions. So these are the kind of tools that I would sit with. It might not be comfortable. People might call and be in their ego, but I'm going to love you through it. And I'm going to make sure you're safe, but I will call you out on it. I will say ego is here. We will make a name for ego. We know you're Patricia. I mean, I am too, but (laughs) we have our own names for ego because when I call it out, your subconscious right away and your higher self is like, ooh, I just, I've been seen. I've been identified. I've been identified. And all of a sudden, you kind of, that kind of disappears. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I can help. And um, yeah, I'm used to, I'm used to that negative energy, like bring it on because I'll still love you through it. And the best part about all of this is that this is for you, not for me. But it is for both all of us in the end, because in the end, we all want to be free and we all want to be at peace because when we are, we raise the consciousness. Yeah, the energy on earth. All of us are operating at once in a, you know, like mindset vibration of love and joy and happiness and care and empathy. Like, could you imagine? Girl. Like, like I, that's why I always say I don't heaven. hate anybody. Like, I just, I can't, no. I can't, I don't have it in me because, and I don't send anyone hate because to me, I'm like, that doesn't help raise consciousness. I have to just wish them the best yeah. and wish that they seek what they need to seek in order to heal. Absolutely. Listen, I look at every person as a child. I really do. And not in a, in a, in a negative way, right. in a loving way, because when I see an adult come to me with a negative reaction, I look at the child within them and I'm like, what happened for you to be like this right now? Yeah. And how can I love you so you're not? And I know that when people are having ego attacks, if you just love them up, that kind of breaks down that little guard a little bit, right? Ego with ego. Yeah. Ego with ego doesn't work. Like, and I know too, like we're both very good at this, like where we're not energetically available. We need to learn to have boundaries to say, okay, like I'm not at my best right now. So we can't really have a conversation because I'm not going to take it the way I'm supposed to take it. Because it won't when, be authentic. Right. And when we're in our inner child and our ego and those wounds, you're just in a blame story. Like it's a repetitive, right? And so that's what I'm here to, to show you what that looks like so that you're aware of it when that happens. That's beautiful. So what does the 12-week program encompass? And who can seek your services? Is it kind of just local? Everyone, baby. It's worldwide. worldwide. I mean, people want to call me from Mars. You can call me from Mars. (laughs) Um, So it is through Zoom. Um, my services are online and the hours are there, um, and all, and all the fees, of course, but the remembrance really starts with creating a safe place. We start with an intention, of course, and deep breath in and out, mostly like what we do when we start this podcast. Um, and then I have some questions obviously, but the way the 12 weeks go is that we're really going to uncover some really deep, dark little things that have been hidden in your subconscious. So we'll go through fear. We'll go through anger. We will clear out any inner child healing. We will work on trust and forgiveness. And then we'll take the step into self-responsibility, accountability. um, And then we'll go forward into the remembrance of who you are. And so there's different steps. And that's why there's 12 weeks, because each week we're going to have conversations, but then there will be homework. I'm also available on text every day for anybody who seeks my services because I want to make sure that they are supported 
all the time when their That's ego comes. Awesome. Um, and so like a 24-hour chat support. Exactly. There's also going to be a self-love journal um, and some meditations. And then at the end of each session, I will pull a card uh, for healing and as well give some some homework and tools for you for the week. I've done this myself. It really worked. And having a support system so you know that, like, I'm going to call. I might text and say, where's your affirmation today? Where's your gratitude today? You know, I am going to make sure that there's an accountability system so that when you get through the 12 weeks, you are then almost, it's, a, you know what they say, when you do 21 days of a, right. of a routine, you it becomes a habit. a habit. So that 12 weeks will become such a beautiful habit. You won't need me anymore. You know, you will be able to rely on yourself. And then there'll be other courses like in the future, obviously, if you want to do, you know, like wealth consciousness or if you want to do conscious parenting or dating, all those things will come later. But I think that is the first step because once you start uh, or peeling back the layers of all the negativity, what happens is you see a new self and there's always going to be next steps of healing, but you'll be so powerful in your knowing that you can do it yourself. Right. And there'll be that confidence factor, that trust. I think a lot of what I'm hearing is like you're also assisting and building trust within, you know, yourself. You're helping others build that within themselves. And that trust factor is huge. Yeah. Because it's what we can fall back on in hard times. Well, well, yes. And I, I, I really believe, and that's what I was going to say at the end, but trust, you cannot love yourself or anyone else without trust because, if you do not trust, there will always be an inner child wound that will pop up thinking, you know, can I, will they, will they not? And it's these like subconscious feelings of a guessing game. And what happens is, is because there's childhood trauma that's happened where you've been rejected or you felt abandoned. And so when you start feeling that mistrust with someone, it triggers, right? And so you cannot trust anyone unless you trust yourself. And when you trust yourself and you're whole and you're in your inner knowing, those things don't matter. You become the observer. Mm. And then you're just like, okay, you know, I'll, 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 I'll react this way or I'll react that way. But trust is very important. And that's a big part of the services that I provide. Mm. Inner trust. Inner trust, babe. Inner like, like, yeah, because just like yourself, you pull cards, right? Right. But you wouldn't be able to do it if you didn't have that inner knowing, right. your intuition. Right. Your intuition is your awareness. It's your it's your truest self of your highest self of your soul. Right. When you learn to really listen to your inner knowing and trust it, nothing will fade you anymore because you're so powerful in your knowing. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people, like for me, I didn't feel like I was worthy for many years. And the reason being is because... I was taught I wasn't worthy. And so when you feel that way, what do you do? You surround yourself with people who treat you like you're worthless. And then you think, why are these people treating me this way? Like you don't get it, right? Because you're still stuck in this like subconscious of victim consciousness. But when I heard this one story about a $2 stone, and, and then I found out that I was placing myself in places where people treated me like I was worthless. Mm. It was such a big moment for me because I realized, oh, like, that's not who I am and that's not what I want to be. So I worked on my worth. And it takes time because it's been 41 years of feeling that way. Mm. So triggers come up when I'm like, oh, I don't feel worthy because it's embedded in our system, right? Right. 
Um, but that's what I work on it with others so that I can allow them to see that they are treating themselves like they're worthless. Mm. It's almost like that perspective is really the biggest part of the, the service. A lot of times when we're in like darkness too, it's sometimes tough to see a different reality or a different world. And what I thought of when you were mentioning the $2 stone is like, sometimes we don't understand why people are treating us as if we're worthless because to us, the people around us, the people, the environment we've placed ourselves in seems to be the world. Yeah. Seems to be like, this is everybody. And this is just where I am at, where I'm placed at. And a lot of times we don't recognize that there's more yes and that there is a different world that is a possibility for us right oh my gosh honey there are people who stay in one spot for the rest of their lives Mm -hmm. they never travel they just do what their parents have done and they continue that family karmic like cycle because they think that's all they have you know and i've also we could talk about religion a little bit but I was brought up Jewish, I converted to be Muslim, and then I converted to be Christian. So I've been through religions too, where I felt like that's where I needed to be at based upon control. But I do believe in a higher power. But I'm here to say it's like there are people who feel stuck in certain places because they think, well, if I leave, my family will disown me. Mm. If I leave, I'll be I'll be guilted or shamed. Mm. I've been through that. I've been through places where my family has disowned me. I've been, you know, I've been where, you know, people have abandoned me. I have been a place where I've been all alone and I had no friends, no family, you know, support system. Like I've been there, Mm -hmm. but I'm here to tell you that that is not the true story. You are not alone. When you take that step into bravery and courage to into your remembrance, you will be supported. You're not alone. But then the people who truly will love you will show up. Right. I believe in it because it happened, you know. And so I think that, like you said, it's like when you think that when you think that it's the other people who love you really are narcissists who are treating you like you're worthless. You think this is all there is. That's not true. And so we're the co-creators of our own destiny. We say this all the time. We can choose love or we can choose fear. But again, I think pain pushes vision. Most people only make a decision on changing or, or awakening based off pain and suffering. Right. Right. And not love. It's pain and suffering is what causes people to break open. Right. And so we almost need it. It's that duality of the world and life where one does not exist without the other and i'm sure too like is there a way within the, the these programs that maybe like like how would you acknowledge someone's darkness in a sense like if someone's going through it i i know you mentioned it you know with love but is there a way to like appreciate it you know you have to always appreciate your darkness mm-hmm. because you'll never get through it if you don't like you have to love both sides it's but what the what the the trick is is being aware of it mm-hmm. When it comes through, which it will, you need to sit with it and then start asking empowering questions. What is here that I do not seek? What is what gift or what what quality must I embody to get through this motion right now? Who do I have to help me in this moment? Like there's so many questions and that's what I'm here to help with those tools. And I'm here for that too. It's like you can text me or call me and say, listen, like I'm having an ego attack right now. What does this mean for me? And I won't tell you, but I will ask you questions and we'll get through it, you know, because we know this as star seeds. We came down to, to create change, right? Like we, we came to go through our journey so that we can then tell our stories. 
we are doing disservice to people if we tell them how to change. So that's why I can't tell you how to change. I can only provide you tools that I've gone through. Mm -hmm. And listen, music is my love language. So you will be listening to a lot of music with me, honey. You know, there (laughs) will be music. There will be poems. There will be love and romance coming at you. Because that's how I love, you know. And I want to love back that way. I am unique in my own in my own power and my power is music and love and that's what I want to give out I don't want to copy anybody else I just want to be me and I thought about the other day I'm like I listen to, I listen to gospel music all the time I can't wait to share it I can't wait yeah. to share the things that make me happy hoping that it'll make someone else and then I want to hear what makes them happy so I can learn right. and we can share and grow together yeah like yeah. it's like I I don't I'm not like I said we're here to learn together right i'm not better than you you're not better than me we're here to 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 just grow Mm -hmm. and that's how you know the collective will grow is if we always applaud each other and cheer each other on and help each other out like that's that's you know this yeah it's important my favorite quote is that you know no one knows more than anyone else we just know different things and i think it's just such a more positive reframing um, phrase versus like, oh, like, you know, I'm just not as smart as you. Or when you like compare yourself to people, like I think we just live in such a um, society of comparison just due to social media and the access we have to do so. So I think it's beautiful we can just recognize that it's not that, you know, one person knows more or less, is that we're all just holding different you know pieces of information yeah and so i think your pieces of information are so beautiful babe and i think that you're going to help so many people thank you and i love so so much that you're reiterating that it's like you know you're not going to be healing people it's just you are the gateway you are the guide you are you know the you know angel that's going to essentially hold space for someone's ability to you know get to the other side but it's you know, still on their own, like, like they're supported, but they're still doing it within their own power, which I think is so beautiful. Because like I said, again, with that T word trust, like I can just only imagine how your clients are going to build their own trust within themselves. Because if you do the work for somebody, yeah. right, then they're never going to build that trust and no. they're going to be codependent. They'll develop exactly. another <laughs> exactly. opportunity to grow. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't want that. Honey. Don't I, want that girl. I don't want y'all to be attached to me. Okay. But no but that's the key and that's why I want to change it up a little bit because I had attachment issues and I had codependency issues I don't want anybody feeling that they need me right I'm just here to be your sister that is all and we all need a big sister and that's what I'm here to be and you know I can't wait to meet everybody. I can't wait to connect with everybody. I can't wait to be of service because the thing is, whatever I teach you, I pray you teach to others. Like that is my intention is what you hear from me. Please copy me. Please take everything I teach you, my babies, take them all and send it off because that is what we're here to do. But guess what? You're going to send it off in your own way, in your own beautiful, unique way. And that is the whole point about you know, evolving within this world and being unique. And so I'm excited for that opportunity because I was able to do it for myself. And now I just want to, I just want to give, because I, I promised myself 
once I get through this, I have to give back. It's yes. the law of circulation. Just yeah, whatever we learn, whatever we have, whatever we receive is not ours to keep. It is up to us to give back. And this is my give back. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited for the launch. I can't wait for y'all to see my video. I can't wait to see my website. You know, it's, and you know, we have Starseed Sisters, so everybody can always listen back on all the tools that we've given. But I'm just, yeah, I'm really humble. I feel really grateful. Um, and I'm led, like I'm definitely yes. led. I've gotten lessons to stop me. I won't, I won't lie, but I feel very good and peaceful in the sense of what is about to happen. I'm so excited for you, babe. And like, you. I get tingles listening to you. <laughs> there was a point at the beginning where I looked down at the timer and it was three, three, three. Oh. So I have to tell you, like, <laughs> there is no mistake about it, that this is where you're meant to be and what you're meant to do. Thank you. And I think you said it beautifully is that like, it's just, it's time, yeah. you know, you've, you've gone through it. You've come out the other side. You took tools along with you and you're ready to share. And I think it's beautiful that it's going to help humanity because like you said like everyone you meet is going to continue that law of circulation within their own blueprint and the evolution of humanity is ultimately what we're here to do if not the reason you know and so Mm -hmm. i think it's just beautiful congratulations baby that you're in your mission it's about (laughs) damn time (laughs) you know and i don't know about y'all if you're not feeling like the vibe here like we're i'm so excited if you're not excited You you have to follow the Instagram. What's the Instagram? So Riri Royalton. Okay. Um, and Divine Remembrance. So everything is RiriRoyalton.com. Perfect. And then if you go on my socials, I have TikTok now, y'all. Woohoo! Forty oh turning God. twenty, baby. I don't know how the hell to use it. I'm just gonna <laughs> tell you this right now. But anyways, you will. I will. So Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and then you'll have a link tree on there, which will guide you to my website and my and my calendar and my services. Um, so everything will be there for you to find. Beautiful. And yeah. why? My last question. Mm-hmm. Why seven seven seven? You know, it just felt right. It It just felt right. Like there was something pushing me. It just felt right. I can't even explain it to you. 777 is a portal of change. There is a big shift happening in the collective right now. And this is when we need to manifest and change all the little itty nitty gritties that have been kind of like stagnant. We need to push up. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like that this was the day. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. Divine Remembrance coming out on 777, the yes. portal of change and ultimate destiny. I'm going to try to cap it off with a Riri question. Let's see how I do. <laughs> Rima, if you could have one word that would change the world, what would it be? Girl, we already said it. Trust. And I was going to say love, but you can't love without trust, my babies. So the truth will set you free. And that is the end. I love you. And I vouch for that. I love it. We love you. Love Thank you. you for listening. And until next time. Yes. Bye. Bye.